We all know Kit Kat bars taste delicious, but what about how they sound? It's not just a catchy jingle. It's the satisfying crack of breaking off a piece of Kit Kat, followed by a crisp crunch. Oh, we forgot one other sound that accompanies Kit Kat bars, too. It's... Or maybe it's more like... All together, Kit Kat bars are music to our ears and yummy flavors to our mouths. Have a break. Have a Kit Kat. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. Arkansas's DBs have been holding so badly in training camp that reports are today that the DBs had to wear boxing gloves when they were covering the receivers no, that's so they news, wouldn't that's hold. That's a new thing. That's uh, Clemson was doing that a couple weeks they ago. They were holding so bad. No, well, they're, try, they're, they're trying to get them to not use their hands and not rely on grasping it, you know, grasping jerseys. and th- right. That's, that's the whole that's point. that's a penalty. It is. Yes. <laughs> it, I don't know that it had anything to do with holding so badly. That's a, a, that Clemson started that maybe a year ago. I saw guys with, and they had like mittens on. Like oven mitts? Yeah. Like it, the hamburger yeah, helper guy? It, yeah, and, and the point is move your feet. Don't uh, don't rely on your your hands. It's it's move your feet and, and if get their in feet are beat, they're going to cheat. That's what the the ref that is the officials' credo. Okay, All if right. their feet are I, beat, what, they're like going that. to cheat. I like that. That's one. the way it goes. Is that like if we're even? I'm leaving. If he's even. He's leaving. Okay. That's right. right. Yes, yes. But the guys in the stripes say if their feet are beat, they're going to cheat. Okay, that's how you know. I got no problem with that. That's, that's how you know. So they were out there in boxing gloves today to raise your back. Practice. Hey, any, try and deter any, the holding. Anything that will make you better. Go ahead and do it. I mean, you're not tackling. You or, are in the tank now. Oh, uh, man. What happened? Anything. What happened? Mean? What do you mean? You've been compromised. No, I have not been compromised. <laughs> I have not been compromised. You have been compromised. I have not. You're an agent of the state I, now. You know that's not true. <laughs> but no, that, that, that's a drill that I've seen other universities use. It's, uh, it's a very common deal. And, you know, if it... If it I don't know that. I don't know that putting boxing gloves on a guy is any different than going, "Hey, dude, that's a penalty." I, I don't know. If, you know, it's you know, if it works, it works. Great. If it makes you better. I'm all for it. Mm. Okay. Well, that's uh, what happened today. There's your update. There. There's your update. Here on Ruska Eight six six two eight five four. Zero zero five. Yeah, we we alluded to this earlier, but we didn't um, dove into this. Used correctly. So the Minnesota Golden Gophers. No one wants to go to their games. They're tired of PJ Fleck. They're just they're they're over it all. And so, and their home schedule. Um, 
in a word, sucks. <laughs> Here are the league games at home. Okay. Purdue. Ew. Rutgers. Yuck. Northwestern. Ew. Iowa. Ew. They're not moving a lot of merch in terms of tickets. So what is, you know what? That's bad scheduling by the Big Ten. You got to give them a Penn State or an Ohio State. A Mich- give them Michigan State, Wisconsin. All on uh, Michigan Anybody. State. Anybody? Michigan State, Penn State, Wisconsin. All on the road this year. You can't. You can't play that schedule. That's the way it is. That's terrible. This is it. This is how it ends. So, in an effort to move more merch. The Big Ten has partnered with the people at Red Baron Pizza. And now, if you buy a Red Baron Pizza, three buy three Red, three Baron, Red pizzas, Baron Pizzas, they will give you, free of charge, on the house, two tickets to one of Minnesota's first two games. Now, Which listen is? to this Donnie Brook of a non-con schedule. Okay. New Mexico State, Ew. Western Illinois. Gross. The Leathernecks and the Aggies. Yes. Okay. Yes. Those are the first two non-con games that they are giving away tickets to if you buy a bunch of pizza, frozen pizza. I'll tell you what. They could, for a game against, who was the first one? New Mexico State on they, a Thursday, by the way. They could fire up the grill and bring every person at that game a Red Baron pizza because there will be absolutely no one there. I don't think it's a grill. It's a it's an oven. Well, you got to wood fire it. Oh, I see. All right. One of those pizza ovens right. that all the pretentious people have on their back patio and they use once a year. I, I want one of those. The defense restaurant. <laughs> that wasn't very nice. <laughs> when have I been nice? Hey, come on. All right. Two tickets to two turkey games. And you got to buy three yeah. Red Baron pizzas. Now, Heath, That's where we are. Ethan Clarksville uh, he says the problem isn't the tickets. What's the problem, <laughs> What you have to buy? Oh, the the the. the <laughs> hey, listen, the Ruskin Ruskin and Zach brought to you by Red Baron Pizza. Hey, now D- available in hey, your DQ, grocery. Good news. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's your new deal, DQ. You got to do Red Baron Pizza commercials. I actually uh, like Red Baron though. I do too. Like it's not a bad frozen pizza. What's your What's your go to? Totino's. Re- what? They're it's gross, yes. and I know that, but it's my favorite. Well, it's the same arrangement we have at McDonald's. Like we know it's not great, but it's it's we know going in what even, it is. I'm it's not consistent. Even sure Totino's is pizza. Oh no! Now their pizza rolls. Their pizza rolls are good too, but their little micro or their All little right. um cooked pizzas. The 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 text machine's good. about to blow up. How do you cook your pizza rolls? I don't eat pizza rolls. I Why? eat pizza. Why? Because I don't want it in roll form. I want it in slice form. If you have an air fryer, pizza uh-huh. rolls in the air fryer yeah. are the best. I've, I've deep or fried oven. pizza rolls. That is the way to go. You know, air fryers are too popular. I don't want one. Oh, dear Lord. Um, too popular. Yeah, yeah, there's a good question. Ricky and Boonville says you won't eat mashed potatoes, but you'll eat crap pizza. Yeah. Okay. You know, this will get us this will get us in a lot of trouble, but oh, like there are certain food places where you just know the arrangement going in. That you're like, look, I know what this is. Mm-hmm. It's not top of the mark, but it's gonna it's gonna be fine. It's your, and I know what it is. It's your personal comfort food. That's right, exactly. I'm willing. I'll pay five bucks for a big bag of food. I know it's not gonna be the best food ever, but you know what? It makes me feel good, and I under I have I have reasonable expectations. Here is the key to life, kids. Gather around. You just got out of school. You're all full of excitement. Let Uncle Derek tell you the key to life. The key to life is. Reasonable 
expectations. Mm. That's the key to life right there. They won't teach you that in school. They'll teach you math that you'll never use in real life. I'll tell you how it is on the streets, and the way it is is reasonable expectations. That's the secret. There it is. I gave it away free of charge for it. Jay in the 479 says, um, we're doing DQ after dark now. She's eating Totino's pizzas. Mm. Won't touch mashed potatoes. I mean, I like them. Now, you said you wouldn't eat a Twinkie and we made you eat one. Yeah, but I try every few years. Like, I try mashed potatoes again, and it's never changed. So you check in from time yeah, to time. Yeah, I check in that's to make good. sure because your All taste buds right. change. So that's I'm right. just, like, wondering. Yep, that's fair. That, that, uh, you're, you're very level-headed about this. You're not close-minded about mashed potatoes. Thank as, you. As you are on so many other subjects. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, a clo- you're an open-minded uh, consumer. Unlike, um, hey, someone sitting over here. What do you mean? <laughs> What do you mean I am closed-minded? I am like one of the most you, open-minded you, people you know. You did recently uh, expand to Ikea. I do have to Thank give you credit you. for that. I thoroughly enjoyed an Ikea. And, and Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's. I loved it. You went to Trader Joe's? I did. And you liked it? I did. I'm so excited for the one to come up in uh, Rogers because they're building one. I, I went. And I loved Trader Joe's. And, and, I, and I went, and it was fine, and uh, that probably be it's not, it's not. They don't have what I like, you know, the stuff that will kill you. That's what I eat. Yeah. They don't have that stuff. No. You want gluten. No. I like, did buy the truckload. I did buy some of their coffee, and I wasn't disappointed. It was. It, it's not bad. Kids, the key to life, reasonable expectation. That's the key. We're not going to be great every hour of the day here, but if we're pretty good most of the time, that's what we're looking for. DQ. He loves Totino's pizza rolls, but his name starts with a J. Oh, boy. Mm, seven. He's out. Though. Seven, okay. He's out. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLEAV50, that's bleav five zero to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. That is the whistle signifying quitting time for another workday. It's Thursday. It's 5 o'clock, so Chuck Barrett is with us here on ESPN Arkansas and on HitThatLine.com. Good afternoon, Chuck. It's quite a whistle you guys got going there. <laughs> I know. It's, uh, we make our own sound effects here. You know, <laughs> I was going to say, you guys are you guys are old school. Right well, we, we, we shot the budget on the megaphone, so we had, you know, we've now got to <laughs> voice our own steam whistles. And, and you guys got to do your own voices and everything, too? Yeah. That's right. It's it's a, it's a real, uh, you know, we, we Zach has a, one of those... Please ring bell for service bells over here, and that that that's our that's our prop budget for the year. So there it is. Hey, uh, Chuck, I'm just curious. Are, are you in any way going to be watching a She-Hulk attorney at law? <laughs> no, I heard you guys talking about that earlier, and I wasn't really sure what you were talking about. And no, I'm I, I'm probably not going to watch that. Okay, you're not into the superhero movies. No, no, I've never really been uh, I've never really been into that. To be perfectly honest. I'm glad, you know, others are, but it's not for me. Okay. 
I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. All right, so I'm trying to finish up Better Call Saul right now. Oh. So don't spoil it for me. Okay. Don't spoil it for I, me. I have seen it all. I will not okay. spoil it for you. All right, but, I'm, uh, I'm 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 trying to finish that up right now. Okay. All right. Well, as far as um as we try and get this, we've been careening off the road for the better part of an hour, so we'll try and get right back on the uh, on the road here. And as we get and a training camp is still going on, this feels like the moment, Chuck, where it's kind of like, man, can we get a game already? Like it's just, and I'm sure they're tired of it. Just like we're kind of tired of the same, you know, little things coming out every single day. Oh, I think probably we've hit the point in camp where. You know, it's kind of a grind right now. I'm sure they are looking forward to the fact that, you know, there's a game week coming up, but there's a lot to get through between now and then. Uh, they'll, I guess, officially, you know, if you want to call it wrap-up camp, um, you know, as we move a little bit closer to game week, I think they'll have a scrimmage on Saturday from what I understand. And um, So, I mean, it's, uh, it's the point this week where you just got to kind of fight through it. But, you know, we – we keep hearing all these, you know, all the names of some of the guys like Landers at the receiver spot and, um, you know, some of the other players on the defensive line and in the secondary. And, I mean, it sounds like everybody's doing okay, but obviously we're not going to know until we get to the actual games. Yeah, this time next week we'll be in game plan mode. And, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they'll end their, you know, the two-a-days type. You know, the, the intense practices will stop probably this weekend. Next week they'll they'll start to really focus on Cincinnati as they move forward here. I've, as we've gone through camp, you were talking about Matt Landers. I think they're set at the wide receiver spot. It, it's going to be Hazelton, Thompson, and Landers as your your three, and then they're going to move guys. You know, they'll, they'll play some of the younger guys to Tango, get in there, that, that kind of thing. But it feels like they're pretty set at the wide receiver spot. Well, they've got a lot of candidates there, um, you know, and Satane is going to have to play, and Keetron Jackson's going to play, and. You know, they've got some other guys that, um, you know, Bryce Stevens saw some action at the end of last year, Jaden Will, uh, Wilson. So it does sound like those three have moved to the head of the line right now, uh, along with Knox at the tight end spot. So, you know, those guys have all had, by all accounts, uh, very good camps. And I think it'd be fair to say right now that those are the guys that, um, you know, if they were to play today, wouldn't be surprising at all to see them all out there. Well, we're chatting with Chuck Barrett this hour here on Ruskin and Zach. You can text us at 866-285-4005. Uh, another kind of sports business thing that we were talking about earlier today was uh, the this. We've known this is coming, but this new television arrangement with the Big Ten, with Fox, CBS, NBC, and I'm just wondering. Like, I've seen sports that aren't on ESPN anymore, and they kind of get froze out. So I'm very curious when it comes to college football, a far more popular sport than both hockey and NASCAR, how they're going to navigate that because ESPN doesn't put a lot of uh, promotion into items that they don't air a lot of the time. Yeah, and, and you know, it is going to be interesting to see how all that plays out because it is, I mean, this is a television war. That's what conference realignment really is is a television war and they're not going to be in the business i don't think of uh, promoting one another's product now having said that you can't ignore the big games in the other league i mean you can't ignore that um and i'm sure that there will be some some coverage but yeah i mean this is 
This is a big deal for the Big Ten today. And when you look at uh, their landscape, you know, the areas that they go into, uh, you know, it's important, I think, for them to to be on non-cable channels. And the majority, you know, the the majority of their deals on what we call over-the-air channels, where you don't have to be a a subscriber necessarily to get it. Um, You know, it's... it's, um, both of them have big budgets. Obviously, all of them have just unlimited amounts of cash, evidently. And the leagues are going to benefit from all that. But this is going to be, you know, the Big Ten and the SEC both. Uh, they want people to be able to begin watching their conference at 11 o'clock in the morning and not stop until they fall asleep in the wee hours of the morning. And that's what both of them are, that's what both of them are going to present as we go along. The one thing that I think, you know, ESPN has the advantage in all of this, and the SEC has the advantage is because, you know, while people make it sound like the Big Ten and the SEC are on equal footing, they're really not. I mean, the SEC's been the league that produces the champions, and so that gives them a leg up in terms of viewers, and it's just silly money. I mean, the money today is silly, and when the SEC signs their next deal, it's going to be even sillier, and, and that's um, – Hey, there's a <clears throat> pardon me. There's a, there's a lot of profit in corporate America right now, evidently, because man, these companies are spending a whole lot of money on advertising. But when you look at where the SEC is versus where the Big Ten is, the the Big Ten contract is going to end before the SEC gets a chance to renegotiate. The it, and we were talking about this earlier. The the Big Ten could potentially, if it, when this deal ends, negotiate a shorter deal and negotiate really renegotiate three times before the SEC gets a chance to re up. Yeah. It's possible, I guess. I don't know all the. Years I don't know what Kevin Williams like will do, but it's um, it's there. But here's the thing, guys, and and this is I think one of the things we get caught up in a little bit too much as media people when we talk about this is the only scoreboard fans care about is the one on the field, and the SEC's been dominant there. You know they'll go back and forth on who makes the big, you know who makes the most money, but the bottom line is they both have plenty of money. And plenty of money to do whatever they want. Plenty of money to rule the college football landscape from now till the end of time. But um, ultimately, the winner's going to be the one whose uh, teams are playing for championships. And uh, the Big Ten's got a great deal right now. They may look. They may end up making more money off TV because you know when you look at the geography of it all, the markets that they go into by and large are going to be larger than some of the southern markets so to speak and and so um, they'll do fine financially the sec will do fine financially and uh but you know ultimately from a fan's perspective from a viewer's perspective they're going to get plenty of games to watch more than they can watch frankly and um they're going to go with the champions that's the way it always works yeah and and, you know for as long as we've been in this kind of conference like the Big Ten Network, SEC Network, like the Big Ten, I think has always had more revenue, but yeah. it hasn't really mattered on the field. The SEC's got more championships. It's well, like, you, you know, that's, I mean, you know, the reason they added Rutgers was because, for example, it brought in the New York City market. The reason they added Maryland was because it brought in Washington, D.C. and Baltimore. And uh, for the same reason we added Texas A&M, because they brought in, the Texas market, uh, Texas television market. I mean, we've been playing, you know, uh, TV musical chairs for a while now. It's just full-blown at this point. 
the markets are a lot, you know, the fact that, you know, Notre Dame's big market, Chicago, for example, and I know they're not Big Ten yet, but, you know, you look at Illinois, you look at Michigan, for example, with the Detroit market. Obviously, with USC and UCLA now, you've got LA. Um, you've got the big markets in the northern, and in the case of California, uh, Southern California part of our country. And, and so, you know, you just look at ad rates in those areas. They're a lot higher than they are in our part of the world. So it's going to be a more lucrative TV deal. But, you know, that scoreboard at the field is the one ultimately that matters the most. And when people at home are watching college football, they're, they're not thinking to themselves, man, the Big Ten's making a little bit more money on their That's TV true. deal. It must be better football. I, I don't I don't think they're thinking that. No, but I do think the Big Ten has calculated basketball into this. And mm-hmm. the SEC hasn't won a uh, national title in 10 years. Um, it's been everybody else. And I think that's part of the thinking that the Big Ten's going to, in essence, surround the SEC and say, okay, we're going to give you bas- really good football and we're going to give you better basketball. I don't think basketball really fuels this. I mean, that may be a byproduct. You know, that may be a byproduct of all this. But um, it is football that's fueling all sure, the decisions. Sure, sure, sure. But the, the tournament's a $900 million entity. Right. And that's a but, that's a big chunk of change that they all want well, a piece of. And, and well, that, that's what funds primarily the NCAA. Mm-hmm. That's what funds primarily the NCAA. And, 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 and by that, you know, the schools get some trickle down, but not like they do from the college football no. playoff. And, and um, you know, it's an interesting topic, basketball, but I don't, um, I don't know that really anything is fueling this right now except football and television. Um, you know, when you look at – I'll just give you an example. Um, this past year, and I'm not playing too loose right here, this past year – if I'm correct, the Duke-North Carolina, the last regular season game, was uh, the most watched college basketball game in the regular season. Um, and there were like 15 bowl games, 20 bowl games, that dwarfed that audience in viewers. Um, football's king. Yep. The NCAA tournament is really the only month anymore in college basketball where that sport commands the viewers' attention. They're going to have to find a way to keep David versus Goliath or they'll ruin the NCAA basketball tournament. And uh, I hope they don't do that. But um, I, I, think it's all, I think it's all football-fueled. And, and Chuck, it, it, it reminds me of one of the – this doesn't get talked about a lot, but when Frank Broyles had the vision in, officially in 1990, they joined in the 92 season, to get Arkansas in the Southeastern Conference – Arkansas had a, gets a spot at the table, and they don't have to worry about well, where are we going to go? What's going to happen here? You know, are we going to have a league? To they have Arkansas is on solid footing, and you have to go back to 32 years ago to the vision of seeing all of this coming uh, down the road with with television from from Frank Broyles. You know, you think about what Arkansas and South Carolina would be right now, where they would be if they had not joined the SEC in 1992. South Carolina would probably be among a, uh, that, that cluster of ACC schools that doesn't know where they're going to go. And Arkansas would be in the group of Big 12 schools who have no idea where they're going to go, how they're going to survive. Um, Arkansas is in a safe spot. We're in a safe place because we're in the SEC. And um, 
you know, it, it was, uh, you know, if you remember at the time, and, and, you know, conference realignment is discussed very casually now. Um, I mean, it was, uh, it was sonic boom stuff back then. And it was visionary. And we are in a good place because of that. Uh, um, you know, we'd, <laughs> we'd be out there on our own if we weren't. You concerned at all about, okay, we're handing the Big Ten $7 billion over however many years it is, and the SEC's making five eighty eighty a year. It feels like we've got, okay, the money's in place. We know how we're going to show the games. But we don't have anybody governing this thing. As this thing continues to shape and shift, there's nobody really in charge of it except um, right now two guys, and they have their best their own best interests at heart. Well, the people who are in charge of it are the TV people. They're the ones who are in charge of it right now. Um, you know, for for them to have like a commissioner, uh, which I think they need, they're, you know, from what I read, and I am by no means an expert on it, uh, you may have to have what we call the Power Five now break away and essentially govern themselves and have a have a commissioner a la the NFL. And I, I think we're moving towards that. Um, it may be a little bit before we get there, but I think we're probably headed towards that. But, um, you know, I, I think I think there's going to be a point where maybe college football needs to save itself from itself, and a strong commissioner would do that. But, you know, guys, we can say whatever we want about how things should be, but when these television networks start dangling this money in front of you, you can lose all sense, and I think that's <laughs> happened in some cases. And um, this is this is what we've got right now in terms of college football. But I'll go back to what I said a little bit earlier. I do think that the TV deals and the money and everything that we're talking about that is largely a media story. I don't think that the average rank and file college football fan pays attention to it as much as maybe those who work around the business do. Ultimately, the big winner in all of this are the people who sit in their recliner and watch football all day. I can't imagine how glorious it is going to be on Labor Day weekend if you can get away with it to sit. And and as we move forward in the coming years with all this realignment, to sit and watch what amounts to a bowl game all day long. Um, it's going to be really good for college fans. Yeah. No, you're, you're exactly right. One of the things I wondered about, Chuck, is um, you know Arkansas has been, both with LSU and now Missouri, they've been a staple on Black Friday, on the Friday after Thanksgiving, on CBS. I wonder, will ABC and ESPN be tempted to put another uh, team or another matchup in that spot when we get there uh, in a couple years? And I think that's been a... Um, that would be disappointing. I think it's been a great opportunity for Arkansas. They've been in some really iconic ball games in that Friday afternoon time period. You've called a few of them, too. Well, I think it'll be a free-for-all on Friday. I think there'll be lots of games. The NFL's already said they're yep. going to have a Black Friday game. I think there's going to be more college games. I think the days of that game being the primary game may be over. Uh, that's just... Um, you know, that's just a casualty of all this. And here's the thing. When you look at particularly for ESPN, but for for a lot of them. Um, live sporting events are what sells. Live, live events, human drama, uh, that's what sells. That's what brings in big ad rates. That what's, that's what brings in big money. 
They want as many live, compelling live events as they can get, and Black Friday presents another day to do that. So I think we're moving towards that. Um, now, look, I don't think if, you know, if there's a miracle, you know, like a game like the Miracle on Markham, I don't think it's going to be diminished by the fact there are other games being played. And, you know, if Arkansas and Missouri play a compelling game and both teams are good, there'll be a lot of people watch it. If one of the teams is good and the other's not, they, there may not be as many. But, you know, um, that's what this is about. If they're going to spend that money, they're going to show games when they think people are watching. And I think Black Friday will become a lot like the, you know, the next day. I think there's going to be football all day long and into the night. You said it a minute ago when you are talking about, you know, no matter how, when they flash the big money, it's easy to lose your head. I think that trickles down to the student-athletes and their NIL deals. Did you have a chance to watch the Manti Teo documentary yet? I've not seen it, no. Okay, I'm curious because I, I think it highlights, in a way, how vulnerable and how, I, I guess, how accessible some of these athletes are with all the social media and stuff like that. We, we've had this discussion before about, you know, releasing how much these guys are making. That sort of thing, with all of this money that's pouring into this thing, these guys can become targets. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm sure some of them, you know, that could very well happen, and you hope that they've got sensible people around them, and you hope that the schools provide them with some counsel. Um, but, you know, they come after them regardless. Um, you know, Manti Teo didn't have NIL money, and I've not seen the documentary, and, and, and I don't know if I'll see it or not, but um, – you're right. I mean, certainly there's unscrupulous people out there, and uh, but that's just kind of, you know, that's something everybody deals with. And I would hope, and I'm sure that the schools do provide some kind of guidance on that. But you know, ultimately, that's that happens to a lot of people. They, you know, they get a lot of money in their pocket, and you know, people people come after them. So. But you're right, though. They, I, I hadn't really thought about that, but I guess I guess they well, are potential uh, targets. I mean, what would Chuck Barrett do at 18, 19, 20 years old if somebody yeah. handed you $750,000? <laughs> well, I will say this, though. I think I'd want to actually see my girlfriend before I told everybody we were getting married. <laughs> wow. I think I, I think I would go that far. Yeah. But it, your it, point's it, well made. I mean, I mean, your point's well made. But 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 I don't know how you prevent that. I mean, what are you going to do to stop it? No, that, and that I mean, I, I don't know that there's a way you can do it. I, I just, I just I, think that's for each into. I just yeah. think each individual player, their families, their, you know, I mean, um, these but are decisions that they I, have to make. I think one thing that does happen, guys, is that we project as fans our years of knowledge, and we think, well, they should know this, and they're 18 mm, they're to 22 18, years yeah. old. Like They don't know how the world really works all that much. Uh, I mean, no, it's you're so, right. They and, don't. But we assume that they know they have the same uh, knowledge of how things work as you know, 40, 50, 60-year-old people that, that watch the, the games that they play oh, sometimes. I think I think that's a good point, and I think we do assume that you know, everybody's got a financial advisor around him. Just like we assume everybody that wins the lottery is going to be rich forever. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that stuff can come and go pretty quickly. And the thing that I hope for a lot of these kids that um, are pocketing the big money, so to speak, or even just, you know, a decent amount of money, uh, understand that in some cases, you know, once your college eligibility is over with or once you're no longer a star – that may be the highest 
salary you've got for a while. I mean, you're going to have to go to work in the real world and start from the bottom up. And but look, this is this is what we have clamored for, and by and, and I'm using the collective we. Um, we've talked about how players should share in the pie. We've talked over the years um, about how you know administrators and coaches are making fortunes and. Players got to borrow money to go out on a date. I mean, we've talked about this as long as there's been sports talk radio. And so now the worm has turned. And as it always does, it generally turns too far. And um, you go from one extreme to the other. We've gone from, you know, not being able to pick up a kid walking down the street in the rain because it might be an NCAA violation to, um, you know, giving them money before they play, or seemingly anyway. And so – Obviously, things have gone from one end of the spectrum to the other, but um, you're not going to change it. I mean, I don't think it's going away. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Regarding the um, broadcasting news and I'm doing some quick arithmetic here. Um the SEC got lapped today by <laughs> the Big Ten. Now, it's not because they're better. It's just that they went. This is like the. This is what happens with quarterback contracts in the NFL. It's not that Matt Stafford is better than whoever. It's just that it was his turn to get paid, and the market said you make this much, and that's how much he makes. We we spent far too many times in sports radio over the last decade. I can't believe this quarterback's making this much money. It has nothing to do with ability. It's where your turn is mm-hmm. in the marketplace. Yep. Lamar Jackson is about to make more than Patrick Mahomes. But Patrick Mahomes has a Super Bowl. That's crazy. No, it's just his turn. That's the way that it works. That's the way it works with this television deal. It's the Big Ten's turn, and they're going to make – these schools are going to make more money off television than SEC schools are um, until – when does this deal run out? 20, 2034 yeah. is when the SEC uh, deal is up again. So, the Big Ten is going to have another contract in 30. The Big Ten is going to have two massive TV deals before the SEC (laughs) has the next one. So, everybody made fun of Kevin Warren last year, or during 2020, during COVID, and it turns out he's the smartest guy in the room. It's a classic. This is a Zach Lawrence move, by the way. It's like, well, no, no. (laughs) What happened was... He, everybody got their shots in, uh-huh. and Kevin Warren's like, okay, okay that's fine. Yep. You wait, you wait, that's you wait. Fine. You wait, and now look what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I wonder about all this, because we know the Big Ten schools are going to make more money than the SEC schools, but here's what I wonder. ESPN, who is not a Big Ten partner moving forward, they have the college football playoff uh-huh. for 2026. We also know that ESPN does a really terrific job 
of not promoting properties that are not on their air. That is true. Hockey and NASCAR would like a word. Remember when they went away? You couldn't find them on ESPN. So, isn't it an obvious conflict of interest when the college football playoff is on ESPN (laughs) that the ESPN is not going to push any Big Ten teams for the playoff because they're not playing on their air? That is correct. Yes. So, the only way to make this equitable is in the next round of play when the playoff expands you've got to put it on some big on a big 10 partner and an ES, on ESPN yeah you do you have to have equal representation here otherwise everything's going to go to ESPN and the big 10 is going to get so the big 10 out of the playoff. their their contract runs out at the end of the 2930 school year mm-hmm. they will renegotiate again before the SEC gets a chance to renegotiate that's right cuz SEC foolishly put in a 12 year deal they announced this last year, and um, so it doesn't. It, it doesn't. So they can't look it, in until twenty thirty four. You're the Big Ten. Do you go short deal the next time? Four I think, years. I think this is like we've talked about this with baseball players. It's the same way with this. I go short deal. I go like three years, and I renegotiate Reneg- a third time before the SEC ever renegotiates. Because the, the yeah the unless something drastic changes, technologically speaking. The only thing valuable on actual television is live events like sports. And they're really the most valuable because, I mean, sure, everybody watches when the Weather Channel's covering a hurricane wall-to-wall, but you can't predict that. But I know Alabama's going to play Texas at 11 a.m. on September whatever it is. You can predict that. You can bank on it. You can sell it. You can promote it on and on and on. Here's the other scary thing about that. Think about how money this how much money this is. Okay? It's seven billion dollars with Fox, CBS, and NBC. Keep this in mind. They're not operating to lose money. No. They're gonna make more yeah. than seven billion dollars. Sure. I don't know how much more, to- but they, they have to pay seven billion to get the rights. And then I mean they're not gonna do this for net zero. Like they're going to make money. I, I was looking. It's up, crazy. I was looking up the annual payouts. the The Big Ten doubled the the SEC. SEC's around five eighty eight a year. the uh, The Big Ten's one point two billion. I, I'm with you. I think the the Big Ten short the, the short second deal, so that they can renegotiate a third time before the SEC ever gets a chance. Yeah. That and I'm telling you, Sankey right now is sitting in his office going, "What the heck just he, happened?" He got got. Yeah. I mean, he, he got, got got. He got caught sleeping. Yeah. And Kevin Warren now. I mean, we say that today. Let's see where we are at the end of this contract. See where Fox is and NBC and CBS. But those are big-time entities that aren't going anywhere anytime soon. No. That's a lot of money from that group, man. That the, the Big Ten was is a big winner today. Huge win. Yes, yes. And there's going to be – and they're going to when's – the, When's the college football playoff negotiation up? Well, the playoff runs through 26. Okay, so so in 27, what? we're going to have a new either a new playoff or new contract or something. Okay, so we're talking what uh, the 23, 24, 25. Okay, we're talking like four seasons into that deal. Let's say Fox, CBS, and NBC make a boatload off of this. What's to prevent them from going in and getting the college football playoff? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they, they they're going to get a part of it at I least. Know, I don't know if they'll get the whole thing. But what if they went and got the whole thing? Then you, as the SEC, have another ten years, where I, you're, I think, you're looking, at, you're on the outside. I think they'll split it up. I think that they'll split it up just like the NFL. You've got the AFC playoffs, 
generally on CBS. Sometimes there's exceptions. You've got the NFC playoffs generally on Fox. I think that's how they'll split okay. it up, and they'll alternate who gets the title game okay, every what, other year. Okay, but say three or two but, Big Ten teams but, make it, and they're hosting. But but if one, but to your point, if one network gets the whole thing, the other league is going to get that's screwed. What I'm, yeah, I mean, look, if, if... Because Fox has no interest in promoting the SEC. No, they do not. And ESPN has no interest in promoting the Big Ten because it doesn't so, do them any good so, from a business standpoint. So, say that happens. In 26, Fox has their deal with the Big Ten. They've got, let's say they, they uh, Notre Dame rolls in. They get all of, they, they get the setup they want. Then they go and get the college football playoff. You're the SEC and the ACC and whoever else is looking on the outside. And all of a sudden, you're only, you're, you're getting half the money. And none of the exposure. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's, the, it's the only. This is the only play, by the way, that the Big Ten has because the Big Ten has always made more money than the SEC, but the SEC still wins all the titles. So the only way to make this work, to stack this deck, is to get the TV to get a large increase in TV revenue, which they are, and to figure out a way for their television partners to wrestle away mm-hmm. the playoff. From ESPN, so they can try and screw SEC schools out of making the playoff. That's the it's that's what the it SEC. is. I mean, the ESPN has the Pac-12. They've got the ACC and they've got the SEC. That's their that's their play. The and Fox would now have the Big Twelve and the Big Ten. Correct? Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with the Big Twelve. Fox may. Um, I don't know what's going to happen there. ESPN may because ESPN without Big Ten games, ESPN's got time to fill. So this might actually work out for the Big 12 yeah. and the Pac-12 because yeah, sure. they need games to put on in, in some the of those short spots. Term, yeah. Yes, it's, it works out for them. But man, if I think I think you're probably right about them splitting it up among the TV networks, which I don't think ESPN wants. ESPN wants to control it. They've done pretty well with that thing. But if Fox has any sort of Fox and NBC and CBS have any sort of say in it, they're oh. going to promote their own product. What's going to happen? So here's what happened. This is really in the weeds, but it's kind of interesting in this regard. The Big Ten this time went to ESPN and said, we want more money, but we're going to give you less games. And ESPN walked away. So if the college football playoff committee goes to ESPN and says, hey, we want more money, but we're going to give you less games, <laughs> are they going to walk away again? You can't. Not from that. That's I like walking away from the Super Bowl. It's different because there's only like you know 10 games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you don't get all ten. It's you know, not like the, you know they, there was a drastic increase in the games that ESPN was going to get, get from three, the new Big Ten. You're going to get three games in two years and, instead of what six. And the other thing that they've done here that is smart is the branding of the time periods. Fox is going to still have the big. They're going to pick first, and they're going to get the noon Eastern game. CBS is going to roll in with the traditional three thirty in the afternoon spot, which has been. That's a perfect marriage because CBS has owned that time period forever. And, I mean, I can I remember being a child watching Big Ten games in that time period mm-hmm. on ABC back in the day. And then NBC is going to do a Big Ten Saturday night blowout where they're going to do a primetime game every Saturday night at 6.30 or 7 Central Time or whatever it is. So it's going to be the same but, every and, single yeah, week. NBC said they're going to do – it'll be a Big Ten game, I think, in a 12 12- – Twelve schedule in a twelve week schedule, they're going to do nine Big Ten primetime games, and then three of them will be Notre Dame games. That's NBC's plan, mm-hmm. and then you've got the CBS and the Fox thing. And man, I mean, the Big Ten now has the outlets to put every game on TV, and you don't have to stash games at eleven a.m. 
Well, I do. I did think of this today. I think there's going to be like if you're a Rutgers fan, I hope you know how to use Peacock. Like they're part of this deal. Too. Yeah, but, but I think there's going to be a lot of Rutgers but, games stashed. But you've got to put games on FS1. You've got to put games on FS2. You've yeah. got to put games on 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 Peacock. You've got, there are a lot of outlets. Yeah. CBS are they going to do double headers or is it just going to be one game every Saturday? Uh, I don't know what the uh, what the obligation is. CBS also has a, a deal with the Mountain West. So occasionally you get a um, you know a Boise nine, game nine a.m. Boise Fresno game. That's right, or a um, or, or um, you know the Navy also is on um, yeah on uh, on CBS. I don't know or don't, Army. I, know. I think it's Army. Anyway, good for the it. Big Ten, man. That, that you know what? A, a year and a half ago, we were all laughing at them about this alliance thing, and they finally the Big Ten went. You know what? Fine, that didn't stick. have your fun. Have your fun, but here we are. They punch, na- punch yourselves out laughing at us. This mm-hmm. is another great example. Like social media killed the Big Ten, and what did they do? Did they go and did they tweet a bunch of stuff responding to nope. all these hacks on the internet who were ripping them left and right? No. What they did is they went and actually met with the real people making decisions on these things, and they got a better deal done than your uh, your conference has. Mm-hmm. That's what they got done here. So it's a great example that you can't listen to the social media and, mob because, you know. And, and if you're an exec at uh, ESPN today and you see a Birmingham number pop up, let it go to voicemail because <laughs> they're going to want to renegotiate. Right, right. You let that one go to voicemail. Yeah, yeah. Each Big Ten school is going to get between eighty and a hundred million dollars a year. Ding. And um, that's um, that's what's going to happen. SEC schools are not going to get that much. But this is not really new. If you're an SEC fan, nothing really changes on the field. Your your schools have not been making as much as Big Ten schools, and you still win all the time. So it's not really like I can also see people who are SEC fans look go, hey, you know, they have all their money, but I mean, we're not we're not going anywhere. Yeah, but the marketplace is changing. If CBS, I mean, look, CBS, Fox, and NBC, that's a big that, that that's a big three taking on ESPN. They've got the money to burn. If they go and they wrestle the college football playoff away, then yeah, you get concerned. Well, you get really concerned. The other thing that's going to happen that's interesting to me is, um, and maybe we'll, um, no, no, we'll talk about this right now. Um, so Arkansas has been a staple on Black Friday for decades. Mm-hmm. And now um, that may be going away because, I don't know, is ESPN going to be willing to put the borderline rivalry game on ABC on the Friday after Thanksgiving? Because CBS is going to put, they're going to do two Big Ten games when this whole thing kicks in on mm-hmm. the Friday after Thanksgiving. So is the SEC is the SEC going to put um, Arkansas Missouri on, or is the SEC going to put you know A and M Texas on in that spot? Because listen, it was a good run, but I don't know if it's in the league's best interest to have that time period occupied. We know Saban refuses to play that day. So they ca- they cater to him. But Texas is new, and you might just say, hey, you're going to play on, on Black Friday. Yeah, and I was just thinking about this. Clay Henry just actually texted me the same thing. ESPN's got contracts on the Bulls. That's, that's a, that's a big own, deal. They virtually own all the Bulls. All the Bulls. Yes, right, yes. And does that suddenly become a, a thing where now Fox is trying to get in? CBS says what? They, they do... The Sun Bowl, is that right? CBS has the Sun Bowl, and that's it. And Fox has the Holiday Bowl now, and maybe another one. 
And no, ESPN airs the rest of them. Or do they even care about the bowl games? Because really, in the, in the big picture, the bowl games are... I'll, eh, I'll tell you this. The college football playoff is what you want. If more and more star players quit playing in bowl uh-huh. games, they become less and less uh, valuable in a certain extent. People are going to watch because football's on, obviously. It's going to command an audience, but... They're going to lose. The, they're they're already losing their zing because main players aren't playing. And Traylon Burks didn't play in the Outback Bowl. Stars don't show yeah. up in these games. Now. If if the bowl games become an albatross where you're losing money, I don't think they're going to lose money. But they're not the money makers you thought, and they're not generating the revenue because the stars aren't playing anymore. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe if you're Fox, you go okay. You, you have have your fun with the bowls. Yeah. The college football playoff is what you want, and I, I think but, you're right. I, I think the college football playoff, which is its own entity, will split the rights. But to your point, they're going to go to ESPN and go, "Hey, we're going to give you half the games, but we want, you know, yeah, we, we want, want more, more money. money. What will they do? What will and they?" Fox do? is right. like, "Hey, you know, they got cash hanging out of their pocket. We got nothing. Hey, yeah, we'll we'll do it. Yeah, you whatever. Know, you know, some playoff games are better than none. We'll take yeah. them. All right. I find this fascinating. It impacts." you because it changes the way we all of our viewing habits during a season and it also makes me wonder if Arkansas is not going to be playing on Black Friday anymore starting in a few years because you know this podcast has been presented by bet online we all know Kit Kat bars taste delicious but what about how they sound it's not just a catchy jingle it's the satisfying crack of breaking off a piece of Kit Kat followed by a crisp crunch Oh, we forgot one other sound that accompanies Kit Kat bars, too. It's, or maybe it's more like, all together, Kit Kat bars are music to our ears and yummy flavors to our mouths. Have a break. Have a Kit Kat. NetCredit is here to say yes, because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people.